1: is the bonus segment of my Wire People Into That podcast follow at Tina Horn Sass or at Tina Horns Ass if you're nasty on Twitter and Instagram visit wirepeopleintothat.com support my show and get extra shit at patreon.com that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash t-i-n-a h-o-r-n Jolie, care. Because you care. <laughs> Not care like care How are royale. How are you doing? I'm good, I'm saying Peter. that like I'm just seeing you for the first time. But actually, we've been recording for a while.
0: We have been. We went very long on Ask a Clean first in the podcast.
1: Oh, well, you, God, you're very, uh, you are relentlessly good at self-promotion. I was going to introduce you, but you <laughs> just went ahead and introduced yourself. So, Jolie, care is my guest today and she is the host of the ask a clean person podcast which is an ask a clean person is sort of a multi-pronged brand where you have like a column and also just like clean advice and being a clean person is like kind of your career yeah. deal and your book your new york times best-selling book wait let me see if i have it right My boyfriend barfed in my handbag and other things you can't ask Martha. That's
0: perfect. My goodness.
1: I listen to your show, and that you is. and you say the name <laughs> of your book at the beginning of every show, which is really smart of you because <laughs> now I know the entire name, um, which I haven't read, but I really want to. I'm gonna get you a copy. So thank you the, so much. Um, I would have brought one for you tonight,
0: but actually they are redoing the cover. Cool. And um, so I, I'm out of my stash, and I can't get new ones until the new cover design comes out. That's up. But exciting. as soon as it does, I will get you one. Thank um, you. To say thank you for doing my show and for. For being my my new
1: pal, yeah, and
0: generally for just being an interesting gal who's doing interesting and good <laughs> things.
1: oh my gosh. well, well, listen, the first thing that I really think we should talk about is the fact that I feel like I identify really strongly as a dirty person, as a filthy person. Now, I mean that in the euphemistic sense of, Having a dirty mind, mm-hmm. having a filthy mouth, mm-hmm. being a just a like a dirty wrong person, just like anything anything soiled or besmirched, like that's that's me, you okay. know? Um, but I also am literally like quite filthy. I, I mean <laughs> I I'm very I'm I'm very comfortable going for very long periods of time without soap and water okay. i uh am very comfortable wearing clothes that are not ironed or particularly cleaned mm-hmm. i'm i i'm you know I'm comfortable with uh unwashed hair you know and I like people who are unwashed okay. in general, so i you know I like it we talked about this on your show um uh for a while I love raw raunchy smells Mm -hmm. i really i prefer that i often say that i would rather be on a new york city subway smelling the all of the smells of humanity on the subway than being in a cab that has like way too much new car smell like disinfectant Mm -hmm. like uh, i find it literally nauseating right so whereas some people would find like body odor and all of the other just like human condition that is going on on the subway to be uh nauseating i sort of feel the opposite. Okay. So, all of that being said, i feel like when i found out about your your podcast cuz we're both on uh the same network and work with Acast.
0: Love you Acast. Love
1: you Acast and they introduced us. I was kind of like, "Oh, this will be an interesting sort of <laughs> dynamic because it's sort of like a clean person and a dirty person talking and it made me realize I kind of had a bias I assumed that if your if your work was devoted to being clean that you were probably somebody who feels a need to be in control of your cleanliness at all time uh-huh. and now that I've met you I'm not <laughs> sure if that's the case would you care to, to tell us just how and in what circumstances you are clean, and what circumstances you are dirty?
0: <laughs> sure, I would be happy to. Um, so I think you—you actually—you hit on exactly the right word to talk about cl- sort of clean personism. Um, and I have to say <laughs> that you know, first and foremost, I am only one clean person. There are um, <laughs> not, all people.
1: not all clean. Not all clean. Now hashtag not all clean people.
0: But no, actually, truly, I, I want to say that that yeah. that clean personism manifests in all different ways and in in all different aspects of our lives um and and many people might be particularly fastidious in one area of their life and totally like live and let live in another area of their life for some people um sex is very much wrapped up in in issues of cleanliness Mm -hmm. i i personally do not have that (laughs) thank god for me yes um but i know that that is um that is very 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 much a thing for many many people yeah um the notion of where how how sex personally intersects with them with cleanliness whether that's about odor or orifices or the need to shower after sex i'm gonna tell you actually my my favorite um anecdote and i don't mean this in a positive way mm. um my my favorite way to drag martha Stewart, mm. um is which I, I i genuinely enjoy dragging martha Stewart. it's um, in the name of your book yeah um is that she did an interview in which she said uh, or no sorry it was um um it was a reddit ama actually it was a reddit ama that was predicated on the publishing of my book and martha was not particularly kind to me um, in that, and that's sort of part of the reason that I now enjoy dragging her. I will say the the use of her in my in the in the title of my book was an, an homage to Martha. Mm. She she and I graduated from the same alma mater. I always really like enjoyed Martha, even though I kind of eye rolled at Martha. Um, but then I had this personal experience with her that was so um, so negative and unfortunate, and now I just enjoy dragging her. Um, but in this AMA um, Reddit AMA, she said that. Um, she advocates for taking a bath before and after sex, Oy. and I just
1: thought, like, first of all, a bath, like, lady. Listen, I love a bath. Like, I love a bath. But I if I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to, if I'm trying to get, it was fluids. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, like, get that down. Into the sewers where it belongs. Yeah, it, the I'm not trying to soak it. In it that. was
0: just like it was so control. It was so indicative to me of 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 hangups, right? And maybe yeah. that's not fair. Mm. And you know, maybe some of your listeners might be like, "Well, wait a minute, no." Probably not um, my listeners. Um, and no. <laughs> you know, and I and I also you know I do want to say this this is also probably my personal bias against Martha speaking here. That like for anybody other than Martha, if that's what you're into and that was that is what makes you feel happy and comfortable, you should do it. I just like to side eye Martha specifically. Um totally. So Yeah, I mean
1: people <laughs> should I mean we were talking about this a little bit, the idea of of showering before, during, or after sex. I obviously people should do what makes them feel comfortable. Yes. And if they if that's a part of their routine. Mm-hmm. I will not begrudge anybody that. If I was sleeping with someone, I mean, I've had this this experience before. I, I did have a partner who um just felt it was really important for him to shower before and after sex. Okay. And I just always kind of felt sad because we would, like, be out on a hike and we would get home and start getting... Nasty, and then he would be like, "I gotta go I do gotta this," shower. and I would try to talk, you know. And we were together for a while, and I tried to talk to him about it, like, you know, you could just like not, right? And he was like, he didn't really want to unpack it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he
1: was like, "No, this is what I, this is what I do need to do," and yep. I was like, "You're literally taking." one of the best one of the things i love most about sleeping with you which is your smells you're like taking them away you're from me down away. the hall and and flushing them away <laughs> so now i'm with somebody who's not like that so right. you know yeah. but w- but so that's a, a matter of compatibility too right right
0: exactly so one thing i'll say is that well you know i'm not i'm not like strict about this in, in any way shape or form but like i do actually like to shower before sex because um yeah i i i like i like being clean going into it and then yeah. and then you get you get sweaty you get yeah yeah um and and I and I kind of like that um that's I'm not cool you're
1: like clearing your palate
0: yeah yeah um I'm not I'm not one who like feels like I have to run out of of bed and shower afterwards although I will tell you I am a little bit of a never nude
1: oh okay so
0: I my underpants have to go back on right after sex like interesting yeah like I really yeah it's a funny thing and actually I love crotchless panties for that reason oh my god because (laughs) 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 And and I'll even take this one step further and tell you that um my mother bought me a pair of crotchless panties for my bridal shower adorable yeah I know I was like mom I didn't know you had it in you. Oh my god! Like, it was the funniest moment. See, my mom is really funny. Like she's a very proper lady, in in many 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 ways. But she certainly has a very dirty mind. I, I I actually I wanted to say this at the at the top of the show when you were talking about me being a clean person. Yeah. Um. Because we said this when we when we opened as a clean person. When you were my guest, that that yes, I am a clean person. But I always say of myself, I'm a clean person. But I have a foul mouth and a dirty mind I love it definitely both are so true of me um and my mom very definitely also has a dirty mind and actually I remember her sister telling me um and and my cousin my auntie Ellen's daughter um when we were like you know m- middle school early high school ages um that she said, "Life is more interesting with a dirty mind," oh and I always God. do that. And it, I and love it was the true. sing-songy and it was sort of like, mantra. Yeah, of that. And, um, and like you know, and my, and my aunt and my aunt's also very, very proper lady. Um, the, the context in which this was this was said was that my cousin was reading um, the Odyssey and mm-hmm. was really stressed. She's a she's a very, very brilliant. Um, english student and a very devoted reader but she was really struggling she hated the odyssey hmm. and my aunt said to her the problem is sarah that you are not you're not re- you're reading it with the wrong lens you huh. need to be reading it with a dirty mind yes and um and then started explaining certain passages through the lens of a dirty mind and i happened to be there um and i was listening to this and then this this proclamation was made that life is better with a dirty mind and it's true like it's just it just it just is more interesting when you go through life with a dirty mind so anyway i do have a very very dirty mind um i you know as a my i don't i don't think that my never nudism is related to my cleaning cleaning uh, clean personism, um but they're definitely both rooted in control issues yes um and um so i wanted to say also because i was really thinking about the 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 bias that you brought into this that yeah. I kind of wanted to to like unpack with you I love
1: having my biases um, unpacked yeah
0: because I think it's really interesting but it meant that I had to do a little digging to mm. think about where my lines are and where where the control and non control is so so one of the things that I was thinking about um, first of all in terms of my own personal sex life no I am not I'm not uptight. Um, I believe you know. <laughs> well, Tina just had an hour of listening to me talking on my show. I've heard some stories
1: life. already. Yeah. I have some visuals. Um,
0: but one of the things that um, I actually never really put these two things together um, until I started thinking about them in the context of your show, which is that um, while, while my clean person is and my need for for keeping things tidy and clean and orderly in my own life is very much rooted in control i'm not a germaphobe i should also say that that's yeah
1: that's interesting
0: so that's not part of it for many many clean person clean people it is a huge issue germophobia it is not one of mine um it for me is very very visual and about control and order Mm, and mm -hmm. feeling like i've got i've accomplished things i've got things in control i know where they are it's very very controlling on my part In terms of my sex life, I'm a sub.
1: So you like to give up control. (laughs) To the right person. Yes. 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 Yeah, I mean.
0: Now, I'm going to give you one other layer, and I don't know how to unpack this part of it. Okay. So while I primarily identify as a heterosexual woman... Mm. Um, I do sleep with women mm-hmm. and I enjoy that. Yeah. Um, I haven't had relationships with women, so I don't I don't necessarily go full in for the bisexual label because I haven't sure. had relations. I would. but I just sure um, haven't. Um, and um, but but I tend when I am with women to be a bit more of a dom. And I'm a sub with men. Yeah. So I don't know if there's a, a, another like extra layer of control there and, you know, cleaning is a gendered thing. And I, you know, so true, but well, I haven't unpacked all of that, but I, but I can, un- I can definitely unpack the clean person control. It's like mm. the, it's like the Kandinsky chaos, control, chaos, control thing. right? Yes. Um, yes.
1: <laughs> well, that, obviously that six that
0: degrees of separation has been
1: on my mind because of um, uh, Anthony Rapp. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, That brings up something that I hadn't thought about asking you, but that I want to ask you now, which is if you were dating someone who was a really good dom, a really good top, Mm -hmm. and you just really loved being submissive to them, and they... Really loved putting you in that place where you were relinquishing control, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what that's what I'm hearing from you that you love so much. What if your dom wanted to make you really, really messy to <laughs> to push your limits of control? Oof,
0: that would be hard. That would be hard. So I will say I've done I've done some food play mm. and hated it.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean <laughs> I'm not, it I'm not a, because
0: it was a mess. In general, it was not sexy at all. Like, and I really what was the food? I really went into it like super super excited for it, and then I was like, this is just a drippy mess. Like, I don't like this at all. Was it whipped um, cream? There, I've I've used whipped cream um and which I then like always tell people I'm like don't use whipped cream use cool whip because it's like yes
1: yes. um so I learned that you know (laughs) you know the tricks
0: um and then well because I'm a fixer so like when I'm presented Mm. with a problem I immediately want to find a solution the best compliment I've ever been paid um was someone once compared me to the wolf in Pulp Fiction Yes. And I was like, Oh well, God, I will never top that compliment. Well,
1: that is so <laughs> adorable. Do you know how to clean up brains? I definitely the, do. Like upholstery from a car? <laughs> I definitely yeah. do. I do. <laughs> um
0: and you can read about that on my Ask a Clean Person for Jalopnik column that I write uh, once a month on the Jalopnik's a car site. I literally have a a car centric. Ask a clean person. I mean, cars get filthy. Yeah,
1: cars get really filthy, especially um, you know when you accidentally blow someone's brains someone. out. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh,
0: fortunately, no one's actually asked me that question because um, I think I would probably have to go to the police over it. But um, but yeah, I would know, I would know how to clean that up
1: for sure. Um, <laughs> um, oh my god, I totally lost my train of thought. I was saying something. Uh, you're you're like Harvey Keitel in Pulp Fiction, and you. Oh well, you're sort of skirting the question what how would you react if a DOM wanted to push your limits by making Oh we you were be I really know what messy. we were talking about. Yeah.
0: No no no. We were talking about the food stuff. Oh, I was right. saying I'm a fixer. I'm saying I'm a fixer. That's right, why. Right, right, okay. Right, right. So I figured out the the like you don't use ready whip, you use cool whip kind of thing. The other food, um well it wasn't food, it was drink, um was was bourbon. Um fun. I had a boyfriend who was very, very into bourbon, and and the idea was that he was gonna drink bourbon off me, but it just it just spilled off me. It, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't actually work that way. Yeah. Um. So that was Said kind of a bummer. Put it in the
1: belly button. Yeah,
0: but something. it didn't work. It just. Yeah. Um. So. Um, <laughs> so. So. I mean, I've kind of done that. Something I hate, and I I just didn't like that. Like it didn't. Mm. Um, it didn't turn me on. It turned me off,
1: actually. So I w- I wonder, but but I'm I'm also imagining, like how how are you picturing this? Well, there's two things I'm picturing. One is really just like getting fluids everywhere, like sweat and maybe period blood, and like oh, I'll go se- on period like se- like semen and uh, you know ejaculate and gushing like vaginal. Fluids everywhere, and maybe even a little bit of piss, which we talked about on your yeah, show. Um, you tear, guys, I had tears. questions
0: for Tina about about water sports. That's what we were. That's wanting. what. So you should go yeah. listen to,
1: ask a clean yeah. person, you and subscribe. Yeah, like so. That's one thing I'm imagining. Just like really getting, just having super gushing secretion fluidy sex everywhere, and also like like having just like a marathon session and like not really cleaning it up just like 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 oh, like that. Re- like re- reveling in it.
0: Yeah, I mean I've de- yeah, I've definitely done that. And it's fine. I don't know that I necessarily super reveling, but I maybe like t- tidy a little bit in between. Uh, uh-huh. um, see that's I- what I'm saying. <laughs> that's
1: what I'm saying.
0: But like I don't so the the thing is for me is that like Anyway, we were talking about this. Also, is, is kind of akin to the shower thing. Is it like yeah. part of the fun is when I and when I say tidying in between, like I mean like straightening the bedclothes and stuff like that. Yeah. Because like if the bedclothes are straightened, then you have something to mess up. Right. And yeah,
1: that's that's really what I'm hearing from and you. W- and, that we've
0: ta- and we've and ta- yeah. we've we we talk about. So I do um, I do a thing every single year in March called La Mob la is is an acronym for let's all make our bed it goes goes back to the original <laughs> the original ask a clean person on the hairpin it was an in joke and it stuck you know it was a terrible in joke but it stuck right yeah. as they all do so now it's a thing and everyone knows about like you know my longtime people know about la um and so every year um i do these two themed months on my podcast one in march where i do all bed making stuff and one in september where i do all laundry school stuff because it's back to school in september those are my two big theme months um and and you know to like keep the content fresh for La Mob because I've been doing La Mob for like six years now yeah um I always like to explore all different kinds of topics around your bed yeah um and this this past March one of the things that came up was like well if you don't make your bed then how can you mess it up Mm. and like that's part of the fun of like Throwing someone down on a perfectly made bed and like then tearing the covers up, and like yeah. pillows were flying everywhere,
1: and you know so I guess the other thing that i'm i mean i I, I completely agree with that, so you rob yourself of that and then, and that and mm. for
0: n- that's not that's not a thing for everybody, but it is a thing, yeah, and if your bed isn't made, then you've robbed yourself of that if you if you didn't sort of straighten the covers
1: back out, you can't mess them back up like. Getting clean to get dirty. To get dirty. Yeah. yeah. I guess the other thing that I'm imagining, which comes a little bit more from my sort of psychologically sadistic dominant side, is the idea of instructing you, like within the context of a consensual domination submission dynamic, to... Not tidy or clean anything for perhaps the course of a date, like the course of a night, or the <laughs> oh, course of like so a, or the course me. of or <laughs> the course of like a weekend. You know, like a, you know, like how would it feel to not think about you know this tissue that's tossed oh, over here? Oh, I think about this. it. Well, you would, of course, you would, <laughs> you would think, think about, about it. More. I mean, that's the thing about the thing is, kink. I think you would think about it more.
0: The thing is, I think it would probably get in the way of me enjoying all the rest of the stuff that was going on. Yeah. It would become so distracting for me Yeah, um, that I think that I would then not be able to get pleasure out of everything else that
1: was going on. But don't you think that if you enjoy a sexy, dominant person taking control over you, that that might be a really extreme potential for pleasure of losing control?
0: It might be, <laughs> but I, you'd I, like, don't
1: want to fucking find I, out.
0: <laughs> no, it's not. No, I just, I honestly think it would be, I don't, I don't think I would be able to take pleasure out of the control. I think I would become so distracted, um, that I think that I would, I would not be able to get out of my own head. Fair enough. About that tissue being in the wrong place. But period sex is fine. Yeah. Oh, period sex is great. Great. I know how to clean it up. I know how, how to clean it up. How do you clean like, it up? um tons of ways to clean up blood yeah um so i won't go through all of them because we'd be here all day yeah you um, i'm sure
1: you've talked about that extensively hi- hydrogen
0: show. peroxide is a is a great one um yeah. one one thing to know about it is that it can have a little bit of a bleaching effect so you, you always want to test it out in an inconspicuous spot and in whatever it is you're cleaning if it's a dark colored thing to make sure that it's not going to cause color loss but other than that hydrogen peroxide is great yeah um a few other things that are great um your saliva is great, not not obviously for for a, l- a large uh, spill,
1: yeah. <laughs> stain yeah. uh, of blood, but for like a little bit. Um, right, you were explaining this to me. You were blowing my mind by explaining that that saliva has enzymes. I mean, this is something that I knew, but that because saliva has, you just don't think about it enzymes, in this context. Yeah, it can break down proteins. Right, blood is a protein stain. Um,
0: another one that we were we also talked about um what and this is actually very very good for mattresses Mm. um is unseasoned meat tenderizer you make a little paste out of it um you know low low water paste and kind of scrub it on the stains Um, you know an old toothbrush is perfect for this very very good for mattresses um and it's the same concept that it has the same kind of enzymes in it that break down protein if you think about the function of meat tenderizer yes um, i love to think about that it is it is designed to break down protein just like your saliva is so um, sexy it's great so there are lots of other ways saline solution um if you're okay. a contact lens wearer yeah um good to know that saline solution is great on blood stains in a pinch um so if you're traveling like if you're me i travel obviously with my contact solution at all times sure contact lens so it's on hand um but lot, lots and lots and lots of ways to get blood out. um cool but, yeah, no, I'm all in on period sex. Yeah, I mean. Me too. You know, so sometimes sometimes I'm not feeling it, and sometimes I am feeling it. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and everything in between. I do clean up right after period sex. Like, because it's easier to get a fresh stain, because I'm me. Mm. It's easier to get a fresh stain out than it is a, an older, more sudden stain. And so I know that. So, like, I'll I'll go all in. But then afterwards I'll be like, okay, let me get the down so you can get I mean. dirty again right yeah I mean or well also just to s- just to actually save myself because it takes you know a minute for me to clean up a, a fresh blood stain but it's going to take a lot more effort if I wait 12 or 24 hours so it's just like
1: that's a pull quote right there <laughs> it's I that's, mean I'm just saving
0: your... my I'm just doing a favor to my future self right
1: like yeah that's your that's your Harvey Keitel okay. Pulp Fiction <laughs> quote right there decontextualized <laughs> This New Year's, the Pleasure Chest wants you to love your body and explore new frontiers of pleasure. For the entire month of January, you'll receive a free jam vibrator when you spend over $99 on any fun factory toys at the New York City, Chicago, and Los Angeles Pleasure Chest stores. The jam vibe is small enough to fit in the palm of your hand, but extra powerful. It's curved just enough for G-spot play and textured to stimulate the vaginal opening or anywhere else that needs a little extra love. So come on into the Pleasure Chest and get a little something extra when you splurge. If you can't make it to the store, you can always do your sex-positive shopping online at pleasurechest.com. I want to up on a conversation that we started when i was on your show Mm -hmm. ask a clean person where you had a listener question about a little bit of a sex catastrophe yeah and the question that we, we talked about it a lot on your show but the question that we didn't really get to that we decided would be great for why are people into that is what how do you how do people get over something embarrassing that happens during sex and this could apply to lots of different scenarios but do you want to summarize the question that we talked about on your show sure thing
0: so the question um came not not so much for ask a clean person as for another column I, I used to write um, several years ago that was that was called, co- it was Ask a Clean Person adjacent. Jason. It was called Ask an Indelicate Question. Mm. And in this series, we address things like period sex. Mm-hmm. Um, we address things like, uh, you know, pooping in front of your partner or with them around and and when when you cross that barrier in a relationship and all that kind of stuff and then we got this question and it was actually deemed maybe a little bit too far Mm. um for the column and i ended up using it as the basis for an anal sex explainer that i wrote um years afterwards for deadspin which i loved Um, by the way thank you um which also like best job in the world writing anal sex explainers for deadspin is like (laughs) Yeah. I'm very, very blessed. I'm very, very blessed. There's a lot of
1: disinformation Mm -hmm. and shaming around anal sex out there, and I really appreciated that yours was well researched and obviously experiential and (laughs) and was about like let's get down to the practicalities. Yeah. Let's just tell you,
0: tell you how to, how to do it in the butt Yeah, and then let's get out there and fuck some butts, Seriously. Uh, which was literally the kicker of the, <laughs>
1: piece.
0: um, so anyway, so this question came in and the question was, uh, or the, the background on the question was that, um, this, this, this gal and her boyfriend, um, were, were aficionados of anal and had, and, and mm. did it fairly frequently
1: and with him fucking her in the ass. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And um there was during one um during one session, he stopped quite suddenly and she realized that she had
1: shit. Yeah. And it was He didn't say how much, but a little goes a long way. A little
0: goes a long way. And she said, you know, it was there was a mess and there was a smell yeah. and um, her, her guy was really, really, really good to her about yeah. it. Like yeah. immediately made her feel comfortable and was like, we should laugh about this and it's okay. And like helped her clean up and all of that kind of stuff. But that she was feeling, um, just like, I think she said she wanted to put her head in a paper bag. Yeah. And so she had questions and the questions were, were technical and then they were also emotional. So we yeah. answered the technical questions on ask a clean person, which was basically like, is this common? Does this happen to a lot of people? And and so we talked about that and then we talked about, you know, how to how to prep to reduce the occurrence, what things to kind of avoid yeah. to reduce the occurrence. Um and then we kind of ran out of time before we could get into the the emotional aspect of it, which is how do you recover from it? And we decided we would roll it over into Tina show because actually it doesn't make more sense in this context. Than, I think so. Then, you know, ask a clean person is a little bit more of a tactical show anyway. So, which I love. Um, so I want to talk to you about it. And I actually, I don't, I don't know that I, I don't know that I have that much insight. I want to hear your insight because I'm, I am a person, even though, um, I, you know, I own my own sexuality and I own what I like. Um, I am quite prone to embarrassment Mm. and I could put myself 110% in that woman's shoes that if that happened to me, I would feel the exact same way. I would want to die. I don't know that I would like, I don't know that I would be able to get over it and, and enjoy anal again. And I hate to think about that because it is it is a sex act, sex act that I personally enjoy greatly. Yeah, um, and which probably is a bit tied into my being a sub thing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like not to state the total obvious, uh, <laughs> but here we are. Um, so I I actually I want to I want to hear what you what words of wisdom you have to offer because I bet you have a lot of words of wisdom to offer on the subject.
1: You know, I a long time ago was wearing a butt plug and had sex and went to sleep possibly had been drinking both my partner and I and so part of the reason that we like both passed out after coming without thinking to take my butt plug out might have had something to do (laughs) blame it on the alcohol (laughs) And I woke up in the middle of the night and had like the butt plug was no longer in me, and it had like brought a a, a party from inside <laughs> of me you know it had brought a bunch of it had crashed the party, brought a bunch of friends and it was it was mortifying i you know and i i've never i don't really i don't really tell this story. this is not like one of the stories that I typically tell in my like I don't think I've ever told it on the podcast or like in oh, any any wow. of my workshops. Like Well,
0: thank you for sharing it. Yeah.
1: I mean I felt when I was listening to the to the question on your show, I was like thinking about that experience and uh and I was like, should I talk about it? Should I talk about it? And then I was like, well this is this would be the moment for it. And it was a long time ago and, you know, I have to say I was I was really mortified and, you know, my partner at the time uh not my partner anymore great guy still friends he d- he d- he did not he did not take as good of care of me as it sounds like Esmeralda's uh <laughs> boyfriend uh took care of her and you know I don't blame him for that but uh it would have been nice, but, uh, yeah, I was really mortified, I think that he, he was too caught up in, like, his sort of, like, uh, like, repulsion, Mm -hmm. and, like, dealing with the grossness of it, um, to think about, think about you, taking care of me, and, uh, yeah, I was really mortified, and I also sort of never really, like, dealt with it. And then, you know, the years went by, and I I mean, I have had lots and lots of butt sex since then and have encountered a lot of fecal matter, <laughs> my own fecal matter of others, and I I guess time heals all wounds. I was just going to say time wounds. heals all wounds. <laughs> um, But I, I guess part of the reason that I want to tell that story is just to be like, you know, even... Us like sexy people who do lots of things and do it professionally and like have lots of extreme experiences like are capable of, you know, and I don't embarrass easily. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even really embarrassed by like my own bodily functions in general or mishaps or mistakes or anything like that. But there was just something about the like shitting the bed combined with the sort of accident, the, the mistake, right? Like the fact that it was a result of like negligence. Uh-huh. Um, yep. Yeah, that you could have prevented it. Easily. And you maybe
0: blame yourself for having had too much to drink. or Yeah,
1: clearly. Yeah, exactly. So part of the point that I want to make with that is just to say it's okay To be embarrassed. I feel like embarrassment is one of those emotions like jealousy that we tend to treat as real. We feel it so intensely that then we sort of think that we have to we feel like the imperative to structure our our worldview around that feeling Mm -hmm. or our our how we've absorbed the situation based on that feeling and I think that embarrassment like jealousy is a feeling that we have to deal with by acknowledging it in the same way you acknowledge like a thought during meditation right like acknowledge it honor it and start just to really practice figuring out how to Acknowledge it and let it go. Yeah. Because if you try to be like, no 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 I'm not jealous. No 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 no, no I'm not embarrassed. You're just stuffing you're just it. Stuffing it down, it down. and Don't then stu- it's gonna like explode. You're, you're like trying to like then plunge it's gonna it ex- down. Explode like your butt block That's what I'm talking about. It's gonna explode everywhere. <laughs> it's, gonna be, it's gonna be ugly. You're gonna shit the bed. <laughs> you're gonna shit the bed of your feelings. <laughs> Don't do that on my watch.
0: Don't do that. Actually, I wanna say something. I
1: love that you compared embarrassment
0: to jealousy. Because I I've I've mastered jealousy. Yeah. To the extent that any human can. Yeah. Um, I've not mastered embarrassment. But I'm gonna but I'm gonna try now to apply the way that the mastery of jealousy that I have to embarrassment. And the way that I've mastered jealousy You took the words right out of my mouth. I would that, love your tip. Is that when I feel jealousy, I immediately stop and I embrace it. Yeah. And Instead of reacting negatively towards the person of whom I am jealous, I go all in on making them part of my life. Nice. Because I think to myself, well, if I'm jealous of what they have, whether it's a personality trait or an achievement, instead of seething over it, Mm. what if I brought them into my life and celebrated this thing that they have in the hopes that maybe I will learn to have it myself or, or if I don't at the very least, I have owned this feeling of jealousy and said, instead of resenting Mm -hmm. that you have something I don't, I'm making you part of my life so that what you have can be part of my life. And it might not be my own accomplishment, but it might, but I'll, I'll still benefit from it
1: and get closer to it and maybe see it's not all that it's cracked up then that's me. the other
0: thing is that you see that this person you might be jealous at that, that i don't know let's pick something so facile that she has beautiful hair in yeah. a way that i don't have beautiful hair well she may have beautiful hair
1: but like she's got like bad skin or yeah or she's unhappy a wrinkly neck of, you know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah well i think that uh, that, that is a beauti- that's beautiful right advice and then and then you jealousy. and then you put
0: it into context the other thing i'm going to say quickly about jealousy which is, is going too far afield but like i think this is such an important important thing yeah is that there is a huge difference between jealousy and resentment and being able to yeah. identify one versus the other yeah. has been like such a boon to me personally how to do you say, tell the difference so so jealousy is when you want something that someone else has resentment is when you think that they don't deserve something that they have and being able to identify it's fine to be resentful so like there, pl- there are plenty of people who have success that i would like to have who have not earned it who do not deserve it that's always going to be and true. and i resent them i'm not jealous but i don't want to be them i'm better than them i just resent the fact that they've gotten more opportunities than i have damn it <laughs> And that's it sounds (laughs) like that's a lot easier for you to let go of. Oh, it's very easy, very very easy to put that into a box. I almost
1: feel not to get like too much into the weeds of this, but that's interesting. I almost feel like resentment is a demon that is harder for me to embrace. That I that I tend to be like, "Mm, if I'm feeling resentful, then that is something that yeah, it's harder for me to let go of. But yeah, you know. I have an easy
0: time putting I, – I maybe not let it go. I can put it into a box. Yeah. I can just be like, oh, right, like, that's yeah. what that is. I'm not jealous. I don't want to be them. Yeah, yeah. Right.
1: That's so – that's really interesting, and I feel like – I'm just yeah, annoyed that this that
0: subpar person
1: – It's always going to be a thing. Right. It's has gotten
0: an opportunity that, fr- that that rightfully should have been mine, <laughs> that, it was just, that it's different from jealousy, right? Um, so anyway, not to get too far afield. No, no. I mean, I think about, that – and I think, but that I'm going to work on this embarrassment thing because yeah. I because I because I feel like maybe there's a way to translate the mastery of jealousy into the mastery of embarrassment. Um, I think so too. And I think one of the things that we started talking about in in regards to the specific story was um, that we were saying, like you know this 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 woman's partner had you know such an ideal reaction. Not everyone does, and that's okay. Yeah, that your reaction is your reaction. It's the way that you handle it after the fact that mm-hmm. sets you apart mm-hmm. um, in terms of caring for your partner. So maybe it would have been nice in your situation if it's it's okay that your partner at the time had the reaction he did. But if he had come back around yeah. an hour later or a day later or whatever and said, like, hey, listen, I I realized I had this visceral reaction. You've never I'd spoken about you it. you never talked about it. That's the thing. And That, that was
1: that – was, it was – over 10 years ago mm-hmm. and we are still yep. very good friends and we've literally never talked about it he might be listening to this actually
0: okay i want to follow up <laughs> um i want to follow up if he is and it, but listen i i bet you it weighs on him and i bet you that it oh I, it
1: definitely does he has way more catholic guilt than i do and, i have zero Catholic. and that guilt. he probably
0: yeah. he probably needs to release it to when <laughs> sorry, <laughs> as, as it was coming out i was like i was coming out uh just uh, the word choice is going to be awful with all of this yeah um but that yeah if you guys had talked about it you know shortly thereafter and just said like like if he had owned that he didn't react in the way that maybe he ideally would or could have or if maybe you had gone to him and said like i'm really so embarrassed that that happened yeah and
1: I'm much better now than I was then at well, making myself ago. vulnerable. Well, yeah, it yeah. was 10 years ago. Yeah. You were
0: still baby. babe I in the like, woods. Yeah,
1: I, th- I thought I had to be like tough about it. Yeah. Also, it was a sparkly butt plug. So, you know, even even when it was besmirched, it was still. It was still sparkly. Really right? pretty. Yeah. <laughs> well. Awesome. So. Well, don't stuff well, your so don't stuff
0: your feelings down. I think is lo- the big lesson to learn out of all of this. is is to is It's to, a message is, I can get behind. Yeah, is to talk is to talk about it. If you're the person feeling embarrassed, just like, be brave, and just say out loud that you're feeling embarrassed. Because also the other mm, thing, and I find it. this, I find this with so much stuff. And yeah, name it is exactly the the yeah. term for it. That like, once you have spoken something out loud, it becomes so much less scary when you when it's you true. keep it inside you. And it's just all up in your head. It becomes this whole other animal. Yeah. And the minute you say it out loud, it's like, oh, it's not this. This I'm. I'm not holding on to it anymore. Name it. Let it go. Um, that's you know. It it takes bravery to do that. But once you do that, it's not going to be eating you up. Agreed. Right.
1: Yeah, I was going to make an eating you up joke. I, but I'm, I I'm literally, gonna,
0: literally was about to do that. And I was like, no, nope, I'm eating not Eating <laughs> up your ass <laughs> yeah, instead. That's exactly where mine went My mine went, to.
1: So, Julie, I want to play a game.
0: Ooh, a I lot love of the, games. A lot of the
1: time when I have an Bang guest, we'll do a like rapid fire wire people into that. Okay. But I think because of your expertise, I have this vision of you of wanting to take you into every... Dungeon and every porn set and every sex party that I've ever been to, and have you do like a consulting session where we like (laughs) explain to you what our cleaning routines are for everything from butt plugs to nipple clamps to leather cuffs and strap on harnesses to uh, metal cog and ball torture devices like et cetera et cetera et cetera uh to furniture to all Mm -hmm. these different things um so uh i don't at the moment have the have the budget to have you do that although if anyone needs some cleaning uh consulting
0: uh i'm available julie
1: care (laughs) what i would love to do is to kind of do a little bit of rapid fire how to clean that (laughs) basically okay i
0: like it do it i've got i've got i've i've researched i've got um, I've got my, my sex toy cleaning chart in my book open. Uh, I for know. You. I really
1: want to take a screenshot of um, that.
0: You can definitely do that. You can definitely I'm do that. I'm very
1: impressed by that. Thank you. So why don't we start with something that we actually talked about when I was on your show, which is silicone lube stains. Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. God, the lube. All right. So I, I have to say that silicone lube Though it is far superior mm. in terms of performance to water-based lube, from for m- for, mo- for many people, not for all people, and in yeah, and in some
1: circumstances, and yeah. in some
0: circumstances, there are some circumstances under which you should not be using silicone lube. Yeah, um, I generally speaking. Like, because I I do I a little bit like to scare people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I never I never shame people, but I do enjoy scaring them a little bit. I think there's a um, difference. Yeah. So with the scaring thing, I like to scare people about silicone lube. Silicone lube is so stainy. Yeah. It is so incredibly difficult to get out. You really do need um, specialty products. Mm. Um, that I kind of tell people like, unless you really are so 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 devoted to your silicone lube stick with the water based stuff cuz it's so much easier to get out.
1: Silicone lube is also great shower play lube because it's not water based. And so if like if you're having shower sex, if you use silicone lube, it will stay. It will stay. The whereas water based lube will will
0: The only issue is it does prevent or present a slip and fall hazard. That is
1: true. Yeah. It is extremely slippery. Yes. yes. So yes. I and like, a little bit of it makes things very That's right. true.
0: So like as I talk about scaring people, so one of the things I like to scare people out of <coughs> using certain things because they're so stainy, um, turmeric is one of them. Oh, I silicone, love turmeric. S- silicone lube is the other. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Two things I love. <laughs> so sorry. Um, and it, and I was like, I'm an, in, I'm an Indian. I'm half Indian. I'm half Punjabi. So, like, for me to say don't use turmeric is like, it's oh, crazy. Is like, yeah, it, my aunties are in a constant uproar with me over it. <laughs> it, was, it was like, you know. Um, as a whole thing in the family, um, so I you know i I, I like to t- I like to scare people about the stainy stuff, but I also like to scare people about safety hazards and stuff, so I do want to say, like be very, very careful if you're using silicone lube in mm. a shower situation. Mm. um I don't want you guys to fall and break your necks. no, that's um, not sexy that's not sexy at all so um but I also live here in the real world with all the rest of you, where people are using silicone lubricants, so I do have some things um that I can recommend. So way, way, way back in the day when I first started Ask a Clean Person, I first started taking on these subjects. Um, I um, went into some some very deep places on the internet searching for the solution to silicone lubricant stains. And the very first thing that I found um, was carburetor treatment.
1: Oh my God! Um,
0: now, one thing you need to know about um, carburetor treatment—STP makes one—that's yeah. the this is basically the one you want to find—is um, you do not want to p- you don't you don't want to treat an item and put it directly into the washing machine because carburetor treatment is flammable. Oh so my God! So if you're going to use it as a stain remover for silicone lubricant, you want to apply it to whatever stain. Let's let's just say it's a sheet. We're going to just like yeah, work in, the, work in the real world here. It's a yeah. sheet. Um, then you want to. Um, flush the stain after you've treated it with a carburetor treatment. You want to flush it with cold running water, apply some dish soap, work the the carburetor treatment out and then you can launder it. That's Whoa. a safety thing. Okay. Whoa. I have other things if that seems like too much. Because then, you know, Ask a Clean Person has evolved over the years. I've learned things. Sure. Um, and so I've learned more and I and I've gone, I've gone, I always go back on certain topics where where I don't feel like I have a satisfactory answer, and mm. silicone lube was one of them, I will go back and go back and go back and keep digging and digging. So, um, last year I did more digging for a column that I was writing for Esquire on the subject. Um, and here are the things that I can offer in addition to the carburetor treatment. Um, there is a product called Soil Love, it's S O I L O V E. Um, you can buy that on Amazon. <coughs> The Amazon reviews give it very, very good marks for silicone lubricant stain treatment. Whoa. However, I want to add something because there's a really important caveat with this particular product that a lot of the Amazon reviews say it didn't work at all. And I think I figured out why. Oh, my God. There seems to You're be a... a detective. B- I am. Yeah. Clean person mysteries. Absolutely. Oh, my One God. The, the, the mysteries are the best part. I love doing deep dives. Um... And I love ingredients lists and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, I think I sussed out what the problem is. It seems that there is a bum batch of Soil Love out there.
1: Whoa. And
0: that the difference between the people who were saying that it worked amazingly well in silicone lubricant and the people who were saying it didn't work at all was that the people who said it didn't work were getting a bum batch that didn't have much of an odor. If you get a bottle of Soil Love and you open it, it should have a fairly strong odor to it. What does it smell like? I don't know what it smells like. I know that it has a strong odor. Okay. That will be the one that worked. If you open the bottle and it doesn't have a strong odor, you probably got one of the bum batches. Now, I don't know this for sure. I just this is like it's fascinating. This though. is just from the research that I've done and like the time I spent thinking about it, this is kind of what I sussed out. Um I've got a few other things. There is a toy Damn. cleaner, toy cleaner that yeah. you can use on silicone lubricant to remove silicone lubricant from toys as well as as a stain remover. It's called Pure Med Intimate Toy Cleaner. I'm going to spell that. It's P-J-U-R, yeah, new it,
1: word, M-E-D. They, Pure is one of the best yeah. manufacturers of silicone lube. Yeah. And I'm sure most of my listeners know this, and I'm sure you know it too, that one of the downsides of silicone lube is that if you use it with a silicone toy, it can degrade... The silicone toy. The silicone toy. Yeah. And, you know, that not like if you put a little silicone lube on a silicone dildo, it's going to like it's dissolve <laughs> like the Wicked Witch of the West. Right. But uh, like this has actually happened to me. I have this one silicone dildo that has just sort of like little like corrosions on it. Mm-hmm. It still works, if you know what I mean. But yeah. it's but it it is uh, it's a little. It's been compromised. It's been compromised. Yeah. yeah. So, um. yeah, that's just something to keep in mind. Yeah. Exactly,
0: um, and that and that's one of the instances where I was saying you know you, there are certain certain toys you don't want to use silicone lube on, and that's that's certainly one of them. Okay, so the the last thing I have the last category. Um, of cleaners i have are degreasers okay um and i've got i can give you um two brand names because i always i always like to give people brand names because it just makes life easier yeah um so one is um there's a there's a brand called zep zep they make excellent 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 like heavy duty cleaning products they're really really good you can find them in most hardware stores you can definitely find them at the home depot um you buy them on amazon The Zep citrus degreaser is very good. There's also another product that's a very good degreaser called Dissolve It. That's D-E-S-O-L-V-I-T. The good thing about those is that you can also use them on um, your vent hood in your kitchen that gets all like sticky and greasy from cooking grease. So um, it's a double duty product. So You can use it on your lube stains, and you can use it to clean your 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 range top. Wow. And who doesn't want that?
1: <laughs> okay, you are, you're, you're living up to your reputation. <laughs> Thank you. All right. The next thing that I want to ask you about is actually something that has always been a frustrating thing for me to clean, and that is leather strap on harnesses. Woo-hoo! So the reason that they're frustrating to clean is that there's just a lot of components to them and cleaning leather is really different from cleaning a metal snap or a, I have one that is that the, the D rings are brass. Okay. So, you know, there's just all kinds of, there's all kinds of little bits and like some of the, you know, I, again, sort of like what I was saying with that particular silicone dick, my Aslan leather, jaguar harness which has gotten a lot of mileage and i love very much definitely has like rusted snaps because i have not sufficiently dried it after cleaning it so anyway
0: take care of you i got you covered girl take care of me i'm gonna take care of you um all right. So the good news about this is, is that I, I have spent a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of time thinking about leather care in general, specifically also harness care. Awesome. Um, the first time that I wrote about harness care, I went, I, I took myself over to Chelsea. I was wearing a green, Lily Pulitzer puffer vest <laughs> for this particular outing, just to set the scene. For yeah, you guys. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I like popped myself right into several leather daddy stores and i chatted up the guys working the counter and they told me all kinds of great things awesome and um i then um i put a lot of that information is in my book Mm -hmm. um i also i've talked about this stuff on my show and i had um last year a guy get in touch with me who owns a cleaning business in San Francisco that specifically caters to the kink community. That makes total sense. And What's the
1: name of that company?
0: Um, it, you know, I, I didn't jot down the name of the company. I will give it to you so that you awesome. can. Um, his name is Paul. Okay. Um, and I and I totally didn't jot down the name of the company. And I should up because I like, looked at it when I was re- reviewing his email today mm. to prepare for the show. So Paul gave me some. Shout ex- outs to Paul. shout out to paul um paul gave me some extra tips on top of what i already had learned nice um and so a lot of what i'm going to take you through is actually um the auxiliary information that paul gave me um not only does he do this as a living he lives this um and so he cleans his own personal things too so um the first thing is that i talk a lot about saddle soap which is exactly Mm. what it sounds like it's soap that's made for saddle so leather soap yeah now paul um said to me, he was like, "Yes, yeah, saddle soap is very good. But the thing is, is that saddle soap is pH designed to address um, equine sweat, which is much more acidic than human sweat. Oh, man. You're blowing my so, mind. So, which this blew my mind. I didn't realize this. I just thought of saddle soap as leather soap. I didn't think of it as actually, like, horse leather soap. Or right? it's like
1: what we were talking about with puppy pads for absorbing human urine for piss play and you were like oh yeah i think that probably dog piss is not that different from human piss but horse sweat is different enough from human sweat that what a cleaning product designed to interact with it might react differently with humans than horses
0: Right, and also pH is pH generally is a very very important part of cleaning. So while while saddle soap is an option that's out there, um, it it may not actually be quite the right thing mm. for this. Um, and what what Paul does specifically for his for the leather parts of it, um, and there's a process. So you want to clean the leather first, and then you want to address the the metal parts um, at the end of the process. Um, he uses one of my favorite products of all time. One of my favorite products in all the lands and all the seas, Dr. Bronner's. Dr. Bronner's liquid gotta, Castile So God bless Dr. Dr. Bronner's. Bronner's. I love, love, love Dr. Bronner's. I have. I talk about this on my show all the time because I recommend Dr. Bronner's for a lot of things. Mm. Um, I have a personal history with Dr. Bronner's. Oh my. Um, and actually, I was just up in Boston this past weekend with the people who were part of this experience when, I was a freshman in high school. Instead of going to the first two weeks of high school, we were sent to the live in the woods for two weeks. Cool. And um, and so I was just up in Boston with all of the, the group of friends from that time of my life. I mean, I've known this guy since I was like six. So it was like we, we go way, way back. Cool. Um, yeah, it is cool, actually. It's great to have your friends who knew you when you were six. Oh, the Dr. Bronner's thing so we we bathe in we bathe in a lake yeah. um and we use Dr. Bronner's and so I've had this like long love of Dr. Bronner's because of that experience. What's your favorite flavor? I'm I'm partial to peppermint but also to rose because I'm mm. I'm kind of like a rose scented girl.
1: Um, I love peppermint but I also love the tea tree. I love the tea tree which oil, which brings me
0: right into the next part oh of shit. part of Paul's uh, oh shit. instructions for his leather. So he uses Dr. Bronner's. He says he actually uses the peppermint, um, and he also in this in this bath that he makes for his leather, his leather bath, oh he includes a few drops of tea tree oil, which is a um, essential oil that has antibacterial properties, and it really does. Tea tree oil will cle will kill mold. It is legit and no joke. The thing is, is like you don't really want to use it to completely like de mildew your bathroom because it's expensive, right? Um, but it will work. It will work to do that. Um, so anyway, so that's what he does. So he basically gives, um, the leather, you know, a, a bath, like a fir- like an
1: antibacterial bath. Yeah.
0: So yeah. a little Dr. Bronner's, a little tea tree oil. It, s- put it, dilute them in water. Put the leather
1: in. So submerge the
0: submerge okay. it. Yep um and then um he takes it out of the cleaning solution you don't want to leave it too too long because you don't want the leather to get overly waterlogged but leather is a hide it's just like our own skin it can get wet it yeah. can get wet yeah 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 um you want to treat it afterwards to keep it in good shape but it absolutely 100 percent, can get wet so then after you've cleaned the leather you want to take it out of the of the dr bonner solution um, and using a toothbrush is probably, or a nail brush is mm-hmm. one probably the two best tools for this. You want to just use some white vinegar to clean the rings. Okay. That That is going to let you, the vinegar has uh, antibacterial properties as well. Um, it's almost as strong a disinfectant as bleach, if you can believe it.
1: I do believe um, that.
0: And if you use it in conjunction with the toothbrush or a nail brush, it lets you really get in to the the metal bits and the rings and in between where the leather meets the metal um, and really scrub. And so you'll you'll be able to scrub away and kind of disinfect those parts um, of the fluids and the skins and all of that kind of stuff that are that are building up. Um, the important thing is immediately after you're done with the cleaning, you want to dry it. Yeah, that's so the,
1: that's the way that I've failed yeah
0: you want to use um you know a soft cloth an old old washcloth and microfiber towel an old t-shirt something you want to dry it really really thoroughly um and then leave it you know sort of set it out to air dry put it in front of a fan that's great to do mm. don't put it in front of a heater mm. um the heater will dry the leather and you don't want to do that once it is indeed dry you want to use a leather conditioner on it that's going to keep the leather from drying out and becoming cracked it's yeah. going to make it look nice too. Um, One thing that Paul did mention to me that I think is well worth saying to your listeners is that many leather conditioners are made with synthetic ingredients that you wouldn't necessarily want rubbing on your genitals. So you want Mm. to look for a leather cleaner. Uh, You want to make sure you check the ingredients list on it. And you want to look for something that's using using natural
1: ingredients. So the one that I know about from my leather-loving friends like boot blacks like people who have like a fetish for like cleaning boots and often like putting their mouths and other parts on them. You should introduce us. I will. I will. Actually, <laughs> I, I, I you know, we I'm realizing d- I bet now we have a I'm it. realizing now as we're talking that um you would have a lot to talk about with um boot blacks. <laughs> I would. Uh so Hubbards okay. shoe grease Great. uh is comes in a cute little tin and Apparently, you know, you were talking about, like, a bum batch. Apparently, there's one batch of Hubbard's that was exposed to a forest fire. And so Ooh. it's extra smoky. Ooh! and it just has it has a wonderful smell and i mean for a lot of people that smell is really erotic Mm -hmm. and i I, for sure i actually like no
0: living in the woods for two weeks at age 14 i mean yeah
1: yeah man i mean i fetishized dr runners you can imagine what
0: what the smell you should i wish i I wish i could i wish i
1: could (laughs) crack open a a pair of, of hubbards right now i mean there's certainly plenty in these boots and uh but anyway uh it smells really great, and I have actually seen people given massages and have it used as lube, Ooh. like for fisting Ooh. in vaginas. Ooh. So it is, as far as I've experienced, body safe.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I would offhand in fa- say more so. More than safe. I would offhand body, say so. Body
1: friendly. Um, That's great friendly. Hubbard's, you said. Hubbard's, okay, H- H-U-B-B-E-R-D. Okay. I think they're like awful the people that make it are like awful oh dear. religious conservatives oh but, dear but you know but then
0: you know isn't it sort of um wonderful and cheeky that it's being used for fisting
1: exactly like that makes that's me happy. exactly right that makes me happy. and all kinds yeah. of other dirty things that they would disapprove yeah, of exactly yeah so it's
0: like yeah okay so maybe you're lining their pockets
1: but also you're like tarnishing there. yeah yeah exactly. i like that okay Okay, I want to do – is that is – that, uh,
0: Yeah, I, I have one more thing to say. Yes. Oh, and you, you actually asked about brass, right? You said yeah. brass. Okay, so here's the thing for brass. So you should clean the brass using the vinegar. Yeah. Uh, if it, however, is tarnished because brass is, is very temperamental. Or, yeah. Um, if it's tarnished, I've got a, fi- a fun thing for you. You're oh. going to really like this, I think. Yeah. Um, You can use, well, you can use lemon juice to polish brass, but you can also use ketchup or Tabasco sauce. That's hilarious. Hilarious. God, you are hilarious. I mean, sometimes these things are really funny, like the the solutions are just oddball and funny and blah, blah, blah. Obviously, you want to clean the ketchup off. Um. Afterwards,
1: <laughs> or have somebody look it off.
0: <laughs> look it off. Yeah, it might be very delicious. Um. <laughs> uh, one last. One last thing to say. uh Just as a you know safety reminder, because you know safety. Um. In all. In all things, is is very very important to me. When I talk specifically about cleaning, sex toys and accessories and so on. Um. I always want to remind people that the cleaning is not just for Mm. the grossest factor quote unquote grossness factor it's not gross nothing none of this is gross right um but it does it does have a very serious impact on your sexual health absolutely Um, and so i just want to remind you guys that leather is porous Porous, and so um stis are a concern when you're talking about leather and you want to take that (coughs) excuse me into account if you have multiple partners and you're where you know with and on whom you're you're wearing and using your, your leather
1: so just to, to bear that in mind yeah thank you for that note that is totally that you're totally right about that and that is always an issue in public or semi-public pla- or pl- places where there is leather gear that is designed to be used by multiple people so for example like a leather spanking bench at mm-hmm. A dungeon or a party that has a play space like if people are rubbing their uncovered genitals on leather furniture because it's porous there's like really no way you can you can clean it but there's no way to completely disinfect it yeah yeah So just be mindful of that.
0: And one thing that Paul suggested um, when he when he was talking about the porous nature of leather um, is that sealing leather in airtight plastic for six weeks. Hmm. um, Quarantine. Quarantine. Yeah. um, Is is his preferred method of um, of handling it. So Cool. I just want to pass that if on. If it works for Paul, yeah, I want to pass that on because um, I think it's worth saying. But yeah, I think you, cool. know, you just you just always do want to keep in mind that like leather is porous, and you know, just just like with certain sex, sex toys, yeah, um, that are porous. So some 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 are, and some are not, and yeah. you want to know that
1: yeah. um, and take that in consideration. Absolutely. Yeah. My last cleaning question for you okay. is kind of a doozy. Okay. Because there are so many different ways that you could take this. Okay. But I want to ask you about cleaning toy storage containers, and also the things that you might use to transport your toys mm-hmm. to a date or yep. a travel or a weekend or anything like that. Yeah. Gotcha. Um. Actually, like pretty. Because this is really like a lube spilling question <laughs> like, right and but also like that you know uh like you were saying a, a a silicone toy silicone is non-porous right but when a silicone toy has just been used and is for example covered in drying crusting mm-hmm. fluids fluids throwing it in the bag and then is the bag then yeah compromised yeah yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, so it e- I mean, e- easiest thing to do is in in your bag. You you basically are gonna create a kit for yourself. Yeah, there are toy cleaning wipes mm-hmm. that exist in this world, mm-hmm. and they're like antibacterial, right? And they're antibacterial, and they're and they're and they're usually individually wrapped. Mm-hmm. And throw a couple of those in your toy bag, and then there you can do a very quick. At least you can wipe off before it goes into the bag. Yeah. Um, the bags themselves, depending on what you want, you know, you always want to take the material into mm. into account. But for the most part, they should be machine washable. Mm, right. Mm-hmm. They're probably made of cotton or poly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Those are probably going to be the two. Mo-
1: even even so if like it, a gym
0: bag. Even if it feel even if the toy bag feels like it's silk or satin. I can almost 100% guarantee you it's synthetic. It's poly. Yeah, yeah. Um and it, it's totally machine washable. And so you and and, and, and polyester is also machine dryable. Um, Great. heat will kill anything. Yeah. Um <laughs> so if it's, you know, check the care tag and you don't need to know Here's here's a thing. This is a little far afield of the question, but just like as like a tip. Um you do not ever need to know how to interpret those fabric care runes that appear (laughs) on the tag you do not need those at all here's the thing you need you need to look at there's going to be a little thing that says fabric content and it will say something like cotton poly or you know nylon poly or whatever it's going to say that's what you want to know once you know the fabric content you can go you can google Jolie care fabric content and I've learned play. I've
1: learned that trick since yeah since the Jolie Care to- Google
0: trick is actually incredible it like really the Google foo is amazing if you Google Jolie Care plus like your problem your problem doesn't actually even have to be cleaning I might have like <laughs> I might have told you like I how to have anal sex like I mean I don't, I don't just write about cleaning um, yeah I
1: also write about butt stuff
0: yeah I write about butt stuff and pink panty pull down punch and Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> happy Halloween by the way thank you thank you I love Halloween me I too such a good ha- November 1st is the most depressing day of the year for me I, I have, have to say, say I was so depressed yesterday I have to say
1: I was in so it's November 2nd today I was uh, I was in a car on the way home from the party that I was at on Halloween night and looking at all the decorations passing by as I rode the car through Brooklyn and I got really sad yeah. because I was like it's Those are aur- all going to go down next week. Yeah, all Makes this, me so all sad. this. I feel like it's so such a healthy period of time when people are confronting death. Anyway, mm-hmm. so it's the
0: sexiest holiday. S- so,
1: so I've had,
0: s- I mean, so many amazing costumes, hookups with strangers.
1: Yeah, because all of some a sudden of you're, like, you're like, yeah, hooking I mean up with like a character, you know. Yeah, some of my
0: <laughs> best, my best sexual experiences have happened. Like on or around Halloween, yeah, I love absolutely that. love it. Yeah, I had one, one totally wild, wild night with um a much younger guy in a genie costume. <laughs> <laughs> I think about that genie all the time. <laughs> I rubbed his lamp. Oh my uh, god. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right, I we, I've totally lost what I was supposed to be answering for you. Toy, I mean, toy cleaning, cleaning. Toy. toy d- Transport, storage yeah. cleaning. Okay, so the wipes will be great. Yes, laundering. Yes, will be great. Um, if they are, if they're, if they're tra- transport things that can't be machine washed. Yeah. Um, wipe wipe them out with dry paper towels if there's like lube residue. Yeah. Wipe out and then, um, just you know, so, like just soap. Just soap and water or any one one of those um, products that I mentioned
1: for um, the silicone lube can be used. Yeah. Great. Easy. Fantastic. Oh, my God. I just want to keep asking about different things, but we've already, just like we did on your show, we've we've gone long. Oh,
0: my God. We've gone so long. It's 830. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) It's It's great. This was great. great. This was great.
1: So, Jolie Care, please tell the people where they can find you on the internet.
0: Sure. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Jolie It's J-O-L-I-E-K-E-R-R. Uh, Insta is the same. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash ask a clean person. Mm-hmm. You can find my podcast on ACAST. It's called Ask a Clean Person. Um, you can also find the companion posts to my podcast on deadspin.com. Those run every Saturday. The comments are actually really fun. If you have a negative feeling about Deadspin, um, that's fine. It's a sports
1: site, right? Yes, it
0: sure is. (laughs) Um, And I could explain why Ask a Clean Person is there, but we'd be here for another hour. Uh, It somehow makes sense. It somehow makes sense. But here's the thing. If you have a negative feeling about Deadspin, still feel free to come in to Ask a Clean Person because I have had some – I've done some kind of like – enchanting spell <laughs> on the deadspin like my co- my colleagues all comment on this they're like we literally do not know what you've done to our commenters um, but it freaks us out they love me and I love them and great. we have like really funny great conversations so it's a happy little weird corner of the internet and of deadspin um, I also write a weekly column for deadspin sister site Life Hacker called ask a clean person for parents I do a monthly column on Another sister site, Jalopnik, um, that's ask a clean person that's car centric. So that's where you can find I write a lot for the New York Times too. Yeah,
1: you're doing oh, that laundry school that, for new
0: that York. little that little local rag. Oh I yeah. love how I just dropped that in. I'm sorry oh. the New York Times. I love you. I'm I write They can um, handle it. It's an A voice a new thing. I'm not I'm not used to yeah. I'm not used to being that's like really a New awesome. York Times writer. But yes, I'm doing a bunch of stuff for them and it's been great and fun and I love my editors over there.
1: Well, I am really glad that Acast connected us. I am too, Tina. This was fun, and I've learned a lot.
0: I'm glad I've learned a lot. Awesome, and I feel like I unpacked some things.
1: Yes, we definitely did, including our we unpacked our toy bags. (laughs) Um, And I'll see you on the internet. That sounds great. I'm just I'm just swilling a beer, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Tina, thank you for having me. Thank you vacation new locations oh. in is produced and hosted by yours truly tina horn our theme music is by my brother from another mother moot thanks for listening